Hello, thank you for tuning in, for sharing, for listening. Allow this podcast to be a blessing to you. Share it with others to be a blessing to them. Today I am speaking with you regarding recovery. In the episode, Your Good Seeds, we talked about recovery, renewal, and revival. Recovery is the action or process of regaining possession of control of something stolen or lost. And I spoke about God going to great lengths to recover his children of Israel. And I asked, why not you? Why wouldn't God go to great lengths to recover you in your life? Recover your peace, recover your joy, recover um, your name, recover you, your spirit, your finances, your possessions. Why wouldn't God do that for you? We know that anytime something is stolen from someone, be it an automobile, for example, um, when the rightful owner reports that to the authorities, uh, the authorities do what they are employed to do, and that's to search for that vehicle, to gather all information, to try to recover the stolen automobile. Much like Christ does for us in our lives. But we have to report to Christ. God, I'm beaten down. My joy has been stolen. My peace of mind has been stolen. My time has been stolen. Whatever the issue may be, whatever the case may be, it may be a cumulative of things for you. Report it to the proper authority who is God our Father, who wants you to cast your cares upon him, who's concerned about the heaviness. He's concerned about the depression. He's concerned about your mental, physical, spiritual, financial, emotional, psychological well-being. God is concerned about you holistically. He desires to bless you. He gets glory in seeing you have peace of mind, joy in your spirit, love in your heart. God earnestly wants that for you. You may say, well, how do I know that? How can I be sure? It's in his word from Old Testament to New Testament. And thinking about This episode, God led me to the book of Isaiah, chapters 33, 34, and 35. How God, he vindicated his people. He fought for his people. And not only that, he restored the remnant. God can recover You, your possessions, your joy, your peace, your time even. Everything that you may have felt like you've lost. Everything that you may have felt like has been stolen from you. God can recover it all. When the authorities recover a stolen vehicle, after careful processing and fingerprinting, they can assess any damages done. 
God wants to assess the damages done in your life. He wants to know where it hurts. He wants to know what was stolen. He wants you to come unto him with everything that concerns you. Because he cares for you. When the authorities assess the, any damages, they speak with the rightful owner, make a list of valuable items that were may have been in the vehicle at the time that it was stolen. Much like God comes in to recover all for you, he assesses the damages. He adds up the cost. He knows and sees who's behind it. He takes the fingerprints. God listens to your heart. He captures your tears. And he wants to recover all for you. Did he not do it for Job? After Job was tried in his body, lost his children, lost his cattle, found out who his friends were or weren't. <laughs> God provided him double for his trouble. Esther, she received the possessions of the very man that wanted her people killed. Her kinsmen who raised her, promoted in the king's Castle to the position of that same man who wanted her people killed, Haman. Put your trust in God. Turn your heart to God and allow God to recover all for you. Jesus betrayed. Yet, through his death, you and I are saved. But he rogues with all power in his hands, sits at the right hand of God. It's worth it. The trials you've been facing, the tribulations you're going through, wondering where you are, how did I get here? It's worth it. It's worth it because you're rising more powerful, able to save generations, able to go before the father, to lay that heavy weight at his feet. I encourage you to move beyond your feelings, look beyond what's happening to you and see the glory on the other side. See the glory of recovering it all. I'm sure Job didn't lie there covered in balls from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet. And pictured, well, when I come out on the other side, I'm going to have more stuff. No, but he thought about the glory that it would bring God. What about the glory your trials and tribulations will bring to God. 
when your family members are saved, when your children turn their heart to God, when your coworkers turn their heart to God, when you lead someone through the lifestyle that you live to God, I encourage you to allow the little things in your life to lead you to bigger things in your life. The Bible teaches us to whom much is given, much is required. God is calling you to more. And he wants to recover you. He wants to recover your joy. He wants to recover stability in your mind. He wants you stable in all your ways. He wants you to have peace. No more confusion, no more depression, no more oppression, no more suppressing your feelings. But stable, standing strong on his word, trusting in him. Leaning not on your own understanding, but acknowledging him in all your ways, knowing that he will straighten and direct your path. Allow God to be a light unto your path, a a, a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Let him show you where he's leading you. Get in your word. Look at Isaiah 33 through 35. And just look at the vengeance God had for his people. God wants to fight for you. He wants you to recover it all. He wants you stable. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have love. He wants you to have joy. You still have time. God desires to recover you. When I work in ICU, in the intensive care unit, in the hospital, one of my greatest joys was seeing people move from the intensive care unit to a a step-down unit or move out of that particular portion of the hospital to the next level of care that says, I'm not as critical as I was when I was in intensive care unit. I'm becoming more stable. And sometimes it's hard for people to adjust in that other environment because it's a lot more people around. You are aware as that some people in the intensive care unit are not alert and oriented and they become alert and oriented and go to another level of care. Sometimes it's hard to adjust. But I want you to know you are not in a critical condition as you were. You are becoming more stable even now in the name of Jesus Your mind is stable. Your peace is stable. Your love is stable. Your joy is stable. 
Even your time is stabilizing because you're going to know how to utilize time. As God recovers you, he's going to give you discernment on how to utilize your time. How to spend your peace. How to share your joy. Where to invest that love. You are in the process of regaining possession and control over all that was stolen, over all that was lost. God is recovering you. But now, thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine. When you pass through waters, I will be with you. And through rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flames scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Sebaph in your place. Since you, were my, since you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring your descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up. And to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Bring out the blind people who have eyes and the deaf who have ears. Let all the nations be gathered together and let the people be assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring out their witnesses that they may be justified. Or let them hear and say, it is truth. You are my witnesses, says the Lord. And my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and besides me there is no Savior. I have declared and saved, I have proclaimed, and there was no foreign God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. Indeed, before the day was, I am he, and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. I work and who, who will reverse it? Thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake, I will send to Babylon and bring them all down as fugitives. The Chaldeans who rejoice in their ships, I am the Lord, your Holy One, the Creator of Israel, your King, 
Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. It Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert.